0: Let's talk. With open arms. Let let Let's talk about it. Whoa, talk. Let's <laughs> <Women Literally. share, laughs> talk about it. Let let Let's talk about it. Let's talk. Let us talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. talk. women share, women share. Let's talk. women share, women
1: share. Good morning everybody. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Where's everybody at? Yeah, oh yeah. hey. hey
2: ah so fakers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Y'all chillin'? <laughs> You know, we've done this a time or two and the intro is always just y'all. So I was just, right. just
0: well waiting shoot. On
2: my time to
1: jump L- in. Look, <laughs> you better you better get in like a good game of double dutch now. Mm, you done so been cool. here for a little bit. I'm suburban.
0: <laughs> double-handed
2: it take me a little longer
0: oh, to get in the road
1: <laughs> and just like that we are here another episode of Vault Talk Women Share excited to be here why just to be alive and to be a land to live in I'm telling you a bunch of stuff's going on and just to be able to have breath in your body and to be in your right mind is indeed a blessing and what other way to spend it with us duh <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying saturday morning saturday night monday whenever you're catching this if you're catching us live thank you thank you if you're catching us via podcast we're all over the place now thanks to somebody uh over yeah. to my left that uploaded all the podcasts <laughs> well thank you so much we're on apple google spotify
3: oh so many other
1: any check us yeah. out any i iP- anchor what? anchor yeah. any what, what other ones are we on There's a weird one Yeah
3: I'm not familiar with all of them But those are the ones I know But if you go to Anchor I think it'll lead you to all other platforms um, As well We're out there Tune in radio Download the app
1: We're out there Vault Talks Women Share the podcast So if you ever For whatever reason Miss a live episode At least by Wednesday Of the following week You can catch the podcast So we're moving, moving, moving So Excited Yeah So what's going on in your life, Ish?
0: Oof
1: like that?
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm excited about all the stuff that we have coming we,
1: up. We do and going on. We so, do. We yeah. have a lot coming up. August, we're taking a sabbatical for the month. Really excited about that.
3: Y'all gonna miss us. Yeah.
1: But we're gonna keep y'all plugged in with some of the best episodes of All Talk Women Share. We can at least do that while we're gone. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna come back strong in September with a lot of new surprises. So yes, I'm
0: excited. Yes, we've She's been working.
1: Her spirit to the right. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you
0: knew. <laughs> <I'm excited>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only if you knew. God is so awesome, and when he when he really allows for people to come aside and unlock the vision even more, it's pretty dope. So we got some things underneath our sleeves. Miha and Gabby, we working, we working, we out here, <laughs> out in these streets. Okay, Let me stop. <laughs> We do have people that are really listening to the show. They want some content. Well, we got it for you. So, back in June, was that June? Back in June, we decided to talk about stuff that folks just don't talk about. And um, Church Unplugged, really excited about this segment. And what I didn't know, even the owner of the radio station, he was like, that's dope.
0: I was like, what? (laughs) What? OK,
1: so um, he thought it was really neat that we talk about stuff that goes on in church that folks just don't talk about or, you know, they brush over, you know, or they hit the bullet points and then that's it. So just really excited about what we're doing, expanding on vault Talks women share. There's a lot of different things that are in the works, but Church Unplugged is the reason why two of these amazing people to my left are sitting here. Jerome Johnson, introduce yourself, sir.
4: Um, you said it. I'm Jerome Johnson.
1: Whatever.
0: Whatever.
4: <laughs> um, I'm Jerome Johnson. Um, realizing now that I do have a story to tell, um, and it's time to share it. Um, the word says, once again, I said this last time, multiple times, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So if you're not sharing, you're not overcoming. So mm-hmm.
2: that's it. That's good mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. See, okay, I sober. Am, okay. No, no, that spirit jumped over here. I'm, send it back. Receive okay. it. No, Lift, no, lift
1: no. your hands. Lift your hands. Not on this morning.
2: <laughs> I am Miranda Chanel, the voice behind Moments with Miranda the vlog. Um, and the newest thing to be birthed, which is babes who know Bible. Um, which is this amazing space that's been created specifically for women who have a desire to grow in the word. I think that a lot of times when it comes down to church, it's become so routine. It's become like a place where you where you go. Like you I gotta dress for this, I gotta show up for this, I gotta look a certain type of way. But the truth of the matter is that Jesus didn't come for the people who was already in the church. He came for the folks that was outside of the church. And so there's a lot of women who just don't know what's going on. We ain't never opened the Bible. We didn't grow up in church. We don't know how to dress. But we really do want to know about this man named Jesus that you keep talking about. Come so on. this is a space that's been created for women regardless of where you're from, regardless of if you have a church affiliation, regardless of if you know the word, you ain't never opened it. Um, and it's a space to deal with the issues that we have as women and understand how to war in the spirit. Because we suffer through a lot of stuff because we don't know what to do. Not because we can't get out, but because we don't know the way. There's a door. Oftentimes it's right in front of you, but you can't figure out how to get there. So um, mm. Babes Who Know Bible is about putting enough word on the inside of us that we know how to bring it back up when we need it. So what what platforms are you on conducting? See, here y'all go. What? Right, so Babes Who Know Bible is a monthly in-person meeting. Oh. Um, but it's also, so it launched on my birthday. It dropped, the secret came out on my birthday last week. Um, social media went up landing page went up for the website for people to sign up to become a part. We have 36 people who signed up to physically come out, but we have over 100 followers in a week's worth of time wow. on social media. But the trick is is that a lot of these women aren't in Chicago. We Duh. got women from Houston. We got uh-huh. women from Atlanta. Yeah. We got women from all over the place. So It's blowing your mind. In eight days. Uh-huh. So... um. That's awesome. Right now, I'm trying to figure out the platform for the teaching experience that happens on the first Monday of the month to also be virtual. So if you're not able to be in Chicago, you don't miss the teaching. There's a quarterly event also, and then there's an annual event that I can't tell y'all about yet. Because, you know, when you tell church folks stuff, they steal your stuff. I know. So I'm not telling y'all, uh, not y'all, but <laughs> I know you, you know. Yeah, yeah I got you. you. Um, so there's an annual event that's gonna be a major, major deal. The quarterly events and the annual events though are co-ed. Um, okay. Because we realize that there's a voice that we need. Like a lot of times, women think we know everything. Oh, let me tell you how he think. You don't know how he think. You ain't never been a he. I hope. I think. <laughs> I I would wonder sometimes, but. So we have to bring the fellas in so that we can be taught. You know. I know. I, I know. The I apologize, but I ain't sorry. I know you ain't so, sorry, girl. That's why we have you. Yeah. That's why so, you're here. I, mean, I don't know, to answer your question. You, I, don't, I don't know how we're going to reach all of the masses, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Got it's still, it's still a
1: process. Yeah. There's one that comes to mind that's pretty, I think it'd be dope for you. Cool. Yeah, we'll talk. Wow, babes and no Bible. See, y'all tune in, and y'all never know what y'all gonna get. I mean, I love it. That's what we about here on Vault Talks Women's Share. Y'all just never know. Heck, I don't know. Sure, <laughs> sure one minute I'm singing, next minute who knows. I'm twerking in my chair. It just It just depends on how I feel, you know?
4: There's the Lord for freedom.
1: Hey, <laughs> ain't nothing like it. Ain't nothing like it. And when we talk about stuff like this, that we're getting ready to talk about today, it makes you even more free. That's the problem. Indeed. Folks, folks bound up. They don't know why. Cause they ain't talking. Right. Facts. They ain't talking. So. Um, Before I do all of that uh, Vault Talks Women Share is definitely A platform full of empowerment It's a place where women can come and learn more And share more about matters which pertain to their world And it's definitely on this platform Where we share about love relationships Fashion, church Entrepreneurship support And of course ways to be empowered So if any of you ladies Would like to be on the show Let us know I was not trying to rap but it just happened that way so shoot us an email to w t no v t w s see this is why you shut your phone off while you're on your radio show because folks are just all over they know, y'all know i have a radio show from 9 a.m to 10 30 a.m why everybody hits you when you that's a distraction we bind the enemy on all sides in the name of jesus even if it is my mama texting me, we bind the enemy using her right now to interfere with what we have going on in the name. And I'm just saying,
4: cover her, Lord.
1: <laughs> Miranda's rubbing off on me this morning.
2: You know, I have a contagious. Spirit. Well, I love it. Yes.
1: <laughs> so again, if y'all want to be on the show, W. I'm saying why do I keep saying W. It's a lot
3: of acronym,
1: a lot of letters in there. It's Vault Talks Women <laughs> Share. So it's V T W S at V O S I N T dot com. So one more time for the good people. V T W S at V O S I N T dot com. And you can follow us on Instagram. Instagram. I'm so excited about today. I can't even talk. Go ahead, Isha. Instagram.
3: This is, this is for Gabby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gabby hates this tagline for Instagram. Don't worry.
3: It's Vault Underscore talks underscore women underscore share. One that's more time, whatever vault underscore Miranda. Talks. It's the only
1: way they will let me do it.
3: <laughs> underscore women underscore share. That is our Instagram.
1: Yeah. So you have ways to stay in touch with us, and we have some surprises coming out in September. So there we go. So okay. you know, we, we always we always got something going on on Vault Talks Women Share. Um, we're taking it to the streets. Um, we had an event Scheduled for today mm-hmm. However, due to this heat The venue made us Postpone the event Yes The aldermen sent out letters Like, hey, if you can reduce energy Please do so today
0: mm-hmm.
2: Interesting, right? It's I don't pass out in my ward Basically,
1: so <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I'm from the
3: south, we're not familiar with well
1: welcome
3: we just go at
1: it welcome so <laughs> august 17th bronze beauty chicago four to six vault talks women share the sister circle will be taking place so we were supposed to launch it today but due to this crazy heat we haven't we're gonna start it next month yay so check out um our platforms if you um if we have your email address, we'll be sending you things that way as well. And then we'll be on Eventbrite as well, sharing that information. So let's dive into the quote so we can really dialogue today. Go ahead, Ish. All right,
3: our quote for today.
1: Sounding like a prophetism. Our quote
3: <laughs> for today. We will never change the world by going to church. We will only change the world by being the church. Again, we will never change the world by going to church. We will only change the world by being the church. Let our guests tackle that one first.
2: Mm -mm, I'm going last because I don't know how to do nothing concise. (laughs) I can't.
4: Mm. One more time, please.
3: One more time. We will never change the world by going to church. We will only change the world by being the church.
4: That quote can be tackled from like at least in my head right now. I can see five different points. Ooh, um, like
0: really
4: five different Come on, like five different angles from well, that work, one work quote. Work the
2: text, sir. <laughs> right, right.
4: So, first thing comes to mind is like you know the church. How you have um, the church, not you all, have presented this inward um, form of validation. Um, creating spiritual monsters. Uh, <laughs> you know, fighting for positions and titles and all this other stuff just to appease the house when there's a whole world dying, um, waiting on what you have. The Bible says um, for the um, sons of God are waiting for the manifestations of the real sons to, you know, come make forth that change. But yet and still, I think about my experiences how, and I was talking to Takara about this earlier, how um, there's this hidden inward competition amongst people or, you know, my gift outshadows your gift, um, I operate this way, but the church presents those, oh yeah, this person's up, this person's up, but even at the end of the day, you have to realize, and I've learned in my older age, that yes, I may not operate operate like this person, um, but my gift is still important, you know, so it's just like, yeah, we're having these inward struggles and battles within the house, and we're not doing what we're called to do. We're out here to change the world, but like I said, we're, we're so busy having these inward issues in the house, and we're technically fighting each other instead of fighting the devil. So it's like, yeah, if you're not affecting the world, it's like, what's the point? Jesus as Miranda was saying to her, you know, um, elevator speech for the ministry, like, you have these people out here waiting on us, but yet and still we, you know, playing around in the church, you know, and it's that saying, like, you know, in the dysfunctional family, which we talked about that um, in ministry, you know, I talked about that last Sunday about breaking generational curses and cycles it's like you know you learn these behaviors and the church itself deals with the generational cycles because you have these Jesus. routine you have to do this you have to act a certain way type of thing when the world don't want it the way that grandma wanted it that you is, have to come with a whole different approach a whole different way change. so much has changed so why yes. does the spirit have to stay same and, and still like, you know, no, like, the way that my grandmother was brought to Christ is definitely not the way that my Woo! niece and nephews Wee! were
0: brought to
3: Christ. Yeah, yeah, they come on. damn the new way sometimes,
4: though. Yeah, because they, they it's, really it's not their way of. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you look at it, it's a generational cycle. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you're holding people in bondage because, you know, yeah, you have these out-of-box type of ideas and everything, but when it comes to it, like you said, no, they shut it down because this is not the way yeah. that I was taught. This is not the way that it's supposed to look. But yet and still... The, the devil is very strategic in his methods. Why can't we be strategic in ours?
0: That's Ooh. good. Ooh, very.
1: Come on, come <laughs> on. See, we knew. We knew. Let you go first. <laughs> no. We weren't. We weren't foolish in this. In, in this choosing on on today. Yeah. But that's good. I think a lot of it. Um, of what you said, I I agree with everything that you said. Let's Let's start there. And I think just. Um, it's funny just when you think about generational cycles and just generational um, beliefs when it comes to everything. But let's talk about church. Um, one day I went over to my mom's house <laughs> after church and she goes, that's what you, you wore at the church. And I'm like, I had on some jeans and a shirt, you know, but it's just even small stuff like that. She's looking at me like you went to church like that. And I'll. And my, it took my stepdad to be like, it doesn't matter what you wear to church. It's the fact that you in church, you know, you you want to be in that environment to get what it is that you need to get. And so what you said is so key, because a lot of people question your salvation yeah. um, because it doesn't add up to what they think it should be or the way that they got saved. And so, you know, it's that constant battle and we already battling enough as christians so why do i need to battle that with family members whoever you know is talking about are you really saved you know yeah. what does that even mean
0: mm-hmm.
3: i think the tradition of church makes us fall into like judgment all the time Oof. Yeah, that's good. When we don't even realize that we think we're doing something good by upholding the tradition and, you know, keeping things sacred. But are you really? When it comes to church and you look at someone that wears jeans and a and a T-shirt, like, they're coming to get the same word you're coming to get. They just don't look like you. Or they didn't, you you know, want to put on the makeup or the lipstick or the dresses or whatever. Like, that's cool if you want to do that, but we're all here for the same reason.
2: And if upholding your tradition is detrimental to my life, then you need to examine whether or not your tradition is worth upholding. Mm. Mm. Um, this is why dysfunction, people continue to function in dysfunction and they don't realize that they're dysfunctional. We can compare it to households who grow up Um, abusing each other or struggling from addictions or um, molestation that runs through generations well this is just tradition I did it to her because she did it to me because she did it to her and so this is just the tradition of how we function but upholding this tradition is killing my bloodline and so the same things happen in the church is that the justification of how we've always done it isn't meeting the needs and the present time that we're dealing with. The issues that our grandparents were dealing with are not the issues that we're dealing with today. Because in reality, I am my grandmother's wildest dream and worst nightmare all put together. And so you can't deal with me yeah. the way that you dealt with her. Right. Because right. my understanding of submission is totally different than hers.
1: Come on. Come on. That's and good. so
2: church has just become this place, like I said before, where we go out of habit. Yeah. Routine. We don't go because we're yearning for something. We don't go because we're trying to grow. We don't go because we really need to be taught. We grow because most people are prophetic fiends.
1: Come on. Come on. Come they, on. they standing
2: in every altar call. Oh. Every time the big name comes, they showing up, tapping on their wrist, begging for. Come on. It's supposed to be confirmation. Mation. That's it. That's it. Yeah, and sorry, so we're not really going to grow. We're going because we just want to be nosy. Go. We're going to go. We're not yeah. going to grow. We're going to go. Yeah. And so if Oof. we cannot get out of that, then we're going to continue to have a whole bunch of church folks bumping and jumping and rolling all over the floor, getting up, struggling with the same demons that they walked in with.
0: Because
2: mm-hmm. we're really not casting them out. Nope you, nope. you playing with them. Right. They... Yeah. They they don't have to struggle with you no know, more. I already know. I don't I don't have to fool with Miranda right there. I already got her in that area. Yeah. She she's gonna act like she delivered, but I know she ain't. <laughs> and and we get we create these facades because we live in a world of technology where we can make people believe that we're living a life that we're not living. Yeah. Yeah. That's but the good. truth of the matter is you can lie to everybody else, you can lie to yourself, but you cannot lie to God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, Jerome.
4: Once again, me and Takara was talking about this beforehand. Even in your natural life, and your spiritual life, those things I believe always coincide, always go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And it comes a point in your life. Yeah, I'm 36, and I'm like I was telling Takara. There comes a point you can only sweep so much under the rug until you like you look back at your rug and like, oh my god, the height of everything that I swept under the rug is almost taller than me. Yes, and you. Get to a point in your life where you have, okay, the rubber hits the road. My grandma used to always say that. It was like, I have to confront these things right then and there, mm-hmm. more so than pushing it under the rug. Mm-hmm. Because once I look back at my rug, it's like a, a big mountain to climb, so to speak. So it's like if you... You get to that point in your natural life, okay, enough is enough. I have to Mm. attack these things. You have to do the same thing in your spiritual walk. Like, okay, if I don't confront this now, it's going to be a problem later down the line. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem now where we have learned to be taught, oh, just push it back, trust God. Yeah, you have to trust God, but the Word says it's clear as day. Faith without works is dead. So I can't sit up here and trust you. God, I need you to do this. I need you to do this when I'm not doing my part of the bargain. Yes, I'm giving it to you, but yet and still, I have to change some of my actions. I have to change my mindset. As mm-hmm. part of the deal, I can't ask you to change me, and I'm not willing to give my. Do the house.
0: work, Absolutely. like it's
4: it's faithful that works. It's Damn. literally you hear that, and it's like a routine. Oh yeah, yeah, but it has to become part of that. Okay, yeah, I'm asking you to deliver me or change me from this certain thing, but I'm sitting out here entertaining it. Like nah, yes. bruh. that that's contradictory to what you're asking for.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: You know, so it's like the church it has has taught us dysfunction. Yes, it has. By, uh, the definition, I'm going to read it right quick. This is the definition I gave my kids last week uh, as Come it relates on. to generational um, cycles. Wow. It's a specific pattern or pattern that is deposited or learned into the family whereby the family member will be more likely to repeat it because of the heightened of the exposure. Mm. So One, more I mean,
1: time. One more time, Jerome.
4: A specific pattern or patterns... That is deposited or learned into the family, whereby the family member will be more likely to repeat because of the heightened of the exposure to it. So mm. if it's constantly exposed in your face, you're going to learn it. Yeah. So it's like we have learned Woo-ray! these patterns in the church to put people down because of specific things. Yeah, your struggle is not my struggle. Jeez. But at the end of the day, it's still a struggle. So, And that's the mindset of the church. Oh, they want to shun people out because of the struggles. If there was no struggle, there would be no need for Jesus.
1: Hello. Okay. Wow. Wow. Absolutely. So and
4: I learned this at a you know, early age in ministry, so to speak, where God, the God. church is a public place. It's just as public as the hospital. People come in, different ailments, different hurts, but the the major physician himself knows how to but when you have other people diagnosing you
1: Uh oh uh That's where the problem
4: comes in. Who are not because called, that causes you yeah. to question Everything because, oh, you know, so there's so many different dynamics to the church and how it's very important that you have to have your own relationship with God. Because yes. church Listen. folks, including leaders, will get you to a place like, I'm sick of church. I'm sick. Like that little boy in that video. I'm sick of I mean, this church. I'm sick of this church. <laughs> you know, you will get there. You will get there. You we really will. will get there will. Um, if pushed. Because, um, I mean... Half of y'all know my story now. Like, you know, yeah, I was, like, jaded by church. I was over it. I was done. I mean, I left the ministry. I left church. And I was like, yo, bro, God, I trust you, but, like, I don't want to be bothered right now. And I went on a, it was, like, six to eight months sabbatical. Like, nah, no church. Shoot. Just all work. It was just was like, man. And then, <laughs> you know, God pulled a tell, like, nah, bro, you know, you can't afford to, you yeah. know, do that because what's on the inside of you. But it was like. Everything was so done. I was just like, no. If you're calling, causing, or calling me to operate in any form of ministry, you're gonna have to gut me and my mindset from what I was taught.
2: Listen, That's- but you gotta be willing to be gutted out. That's and it.
0: That hurts, Part my friend. of the
2: pro- oh, listen, <laughs> and and the healing process hurts worse than the original injury. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that there are so many people who are functioning. In leadership positions who were never gutted. Yes. You are yes. not anointed. You were just appointed. in the role. You, you, no, like no, place. no. You, you, were just, you were just in attendance. Because some of these folks wasn't even appointed. But when I you say just appointed, say so it is to that spot. Somebody,
1: when I say appointed, I'm not talking about God. Like, okay, yeah, yeah we, we gonna you, use you. you. You you gonna do it. Cause yeah, you're here. You, you gonna no, do no. it. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, well, hello, you gonna you gonna do it? We're gonna use you. You've been through new members' class. You've
4: or, or maybe you were just thirsty, and they noticed that you were thirsty for something, and they just gave you something that your hands were not supposed to touch.
2: Because you still got to go through that pruning and process. Or you've been in that place all your life, so it's supposed to yeah. fall on you. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because see, in Ooh. leadership, come you, on, you are responsible for the sheep that follow you one more time in leadership you are responsible Mm -hmm. for the sheep that follow you and so you are supposed to lead your church the same Mm. way that jesus led his church and so if you are not willing to be christ-like then you are not appropriate for leadership let me tell you why because Half of the problem is that people like us who are clearly called, who are clearly anointed, who clearly have a desire to be pleasing unto God, can go on sabbaticals for months and years at a time. Which means that you don't have the Christ in you to know that I got these 99 here, but this one is out there and I'm not saying nothing. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. The fact that we are allowed to be left for months to years at a time and ain't nobody coming back saying, where you at? Nobody is a problem and this is why people get lost because the world is more welcoming than the church one more time Miranda the the world is more welcoming than the church I can go get jumped into GD right now I can't I can't but I I could okay (laughs) and the love that I'm going to receive Mm -hmm. even though they beat me down to get me there yeah the same way the church beat Beat you you down down. to get you down okay the love that I'm going to receive, the covering that I'm going to receive. If my mama die tomorrow and I could go shake up with somebody on the corner, bet the money show up. If my mama ain't got no insurance policy in the church, well, you could use the church. Who going to help me bury my mama, though? We don't cover each other no. even in the way that the world covers each other.
1: No, 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 no. not at all. Not at who who going to show up at the
2: hospital? Who? Who making sure I ate? Great. Y'all done sent 19 pans of fish after I done put my mom in the ground. But I ain't ate in three weeks because she been on hospice and ain't nobody been here. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. It is.
0: (laughs) And
4: alluding to what you're saying, also... (laughs) <laughs> a lot of people do a lot of stuff for social media likes Hello, and, um, and building yeah. their brand Hello. or building their ministry. Because like, the, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm doing something that Jesus did by visiting the sick and going to these places. But, oh, yeah, I have my phone recording my. my de- no,
2: right? I- I'm feeding no. the homeless and I got the homeless man on video.
4: Right. You know, it's just, it's just
1: attention seeking individuals that really, truly need deliverance and they shouldn't be leading nobody.
4: Or it goes back to what Miranda said, where they fully process in their gut process, gutting process, where you really pulled out because you had to understand it takes a certain level of selflessness when you're operating in ministry because you have to do a lot of stuff that you don't want to do, first of all. Um, First of all, you have to get through the hurdle of dang guy. You choose to use me in spite of my hundred and fifty situations to bless someone else. Like, you know, you, you you realize it, um like I know Miranda's story, I know Takara's story, and you know, that that scripture comes full circle, um, where, you know, for uh I reckon that the present sufferings of this time can't be compared What's to the glory. You know, I see their their saying? backside of that. But, you know, why are you going through the process? You really don't care about. Like, God, why why is this happening to me? Why don't I understand? But, you know, years later, you say, okay, yeah, this was for this. And then, you you know, you have the opportunity to minister to someone. You're like, man, I went through all this hell just to have this conversation with this person? Okay, God, you got jokes, bro. No, but, <laughs> you know, you have to realize, you know, there's a certain level of selflessness that comes along and everything you do, it says in the Bible, you know, out of your good deeds, you know. But if you have your phone everywhere you're going and you take a picture, like, no, you, no, it's that's not the heart of the matter. The heart of the matter is going back to the quote, like, if you're doing this stuff to appease the church people,
0: mm-hmm.
4: like, your witness is being watered down. Like, no, you're supposed to reach the lost. Go out there. That means reach. You reach your hand, you go get them. But, like, if you're once again in the church fighting for these positions and titles and you know you're not ready for them. Stop wasting everybody's time, because you're wasting your own time when you really think about it.
2: Don't risk my salvation for your audience. Mm. Wow, 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 wow. That
1: that
2: is that is the place. That is that is the place that God has me in right now. Is everything? I just want to live right, and I didn't always want to live right. So every time I say, like, man, I just want to live right, like there is this level of conviction that happens in my body because there was a time where I didn't want to live right. There was a time where I was, I, listen, I, I can't pay the bill. I know, how to, I know how to get it paid. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, God. I know, I know how to get it paid. Look. I need such and such. Oh, I, I know how to get it. But there, when you understand
0: hmm. that
2: whether you have acknowledged it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, that somebody is watching what you do and you are Come the on. example that you follow, you have to know that there are just certain things that I can't put in the atmosphere because I cannot allow what I'm doing to stop him from getting to heaven. Yeah. I can't allow me making it look cute to block you from getting in because you'll see what I put out yeah. and you'll believe, oh, okay, I heard her pray. She did it this way. This, it must be okay. And it'll kill you because you weren't prepared for what I just set you up to walk into. Oh my! I done connected you to something and presented it as if it was okay. And because you tried to put on my armor to fight a battle that you wasn't supposed to be fighting in the first place, you got beat down. We don't care enough about the salvation of other people to live right. There, there is like this this major kick right now. I talked about this on moments this week. I got a mentee right now who is kicking the gates of hell clean open on behalf of her family. She is loudly proclaimed like I am a generational curse breaker. Like the buck stops here, and she is warring for her family. But at the flip side, the other side of her family is anointed as you. Would, like we all have two different, two different parts that make you you. Mm-hmm. So I had to tell her, like, yeah, I, I get, I get the canceling of generational curses, but don't miss the generational blessings either, because you are where you are because of the blessings that poured down from the generations that came before you. Just like you struggle with what you struggle with because of the stuff that came down from the people before you on this side.
0: Mm.
2: We can't also can't be so caught up and canceling the plan of the devil that we forget the blessings that God has given us. We we have to be able to be full holistic people in Christ, understanding that it's a constant moving motion. There's always something going on and you have to know how to use all of the things in your arsenal if you're going to make it through the battle. Mm. Contrary to what they call you. Jesus, cuz at the end of the day, when you get there, he not going to be like, "Oh, Prophet Johnson, Duh. you know what I'm saying? Oh, Evangelist still.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's either servant or I don't know you. Yep. You got two choices. Two. There it is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I think that's something people just really don't realize. Like they do all this stuff to be seen here. Mm-hmm. Wow. About when you wow. know your day really comes. Like that's your day. Right. That's the day you need to prepare for. And,
4: and it, it says in the Bible, you know, well, God's going to say that, like, you did all these great exploits, you did all these great things <laughs> in my name, yeah, I don't know <laughs> and you. I don't know you. Yeah. Like, just imagine what that feels like. I mean, I know a lot of people in the body, a lot of people with period deals with rejection, but that ultimate, like, you <laughs> think you good, but you get to that gate and God's like, no, bro, I are don't
0: you? know
4: you. Just yeah. imagine, like, I mean, I, I know conviction hits when I say that like you know I really thank God for the relationship that I have drafted because I know I thank God for grace like man it's you know we say these things in church but like it's true thank God for grace because I know I've lived a life and I've done some things that definitely made me worthy of not okay I don't know you but you know you think about those things it's like you know you want to go above and beyond to be accepted by the church and it's Love. a it's a 90% chance. And when you get up, there, it's like, nah, bro, you did all these great things, but I don't know you. So it's like, how could the body of Christ or the church change that whole mindset? You have this great book in front. Of, like, these are things to come. It's prophet, You know, these are prophetic things that are, are due to come. So why can't you prepare the people to get ready for this stuff?
1: Because it goes back to what Miranda said. They're not gutted. Or people are taking these titles because they want to be seen. Mm. Or they're taking these titles because mom, uh, granddaddy was a pastor, passed past, past the church down to me, so now I got to be pastor. And you ain't groomed for that. But That's truth not is, the,
4: you saw your granddad's examples. I mean, I'm we're going to call a spade a spade. Yeah, yeah. You saw grandfather in church, but did, you saw grandfather beating grandma and talking down to her as well. So you should think in your mind, man, is, is, is God gonna tell or did God tell granddad well done and he said nah bro I don't know you you have to think about these <laughs> things like she said the example right. you're leading for people you have to make sure you are but yet and still mm. yes you're giving this good example to people how you live in your life but you have to be real with yourself am I really living the life that I'm pretending to live mm. or that I'm leading these people to believe that I'm living?
1: and I think it's so it's we don't have that example anymore I mean
4: it's examples they're very rare uh, they're, they're very
1: they're, they're very 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 rare
4: in some cases, I, I believe that you have to seek um, those good examples. You, you have your good set of people, I do believe. You um, do.
1: You I do, do believe yeah, I, I agree
3: with that.
4: But if you can't find someone, why don't you be that someone?
3: Exactly.
0: Because
3: mm-hmm. God can groom you himself. I'm Definitely. a witness. I'm a witness as well. Absolutely. Shh. I mean, we don't necessarily have to follow people. That's what we go. Yeah. Serve people. Like I'm doing this because to make my daddy proud because he was a pastor. His daddy was a pastor, so I'm gonna be a pastor. And you know that's not
4: all good legacy. I mean, all legacy is not exactly. good legacy,
3: right? right. Hello. That's I real. mean, this is a different time. You you are of your father, but you are not him. You have your own purpose, your own life to live. So you have to seek God for that. You don't have to seek you know, people's approval for what you're supposed to do with your life, what your purpose is. Maybe your purpose is ministry, but it's not in the church.
1: Exactly, exactly. And to that point, you know, some people don't know how to go after who they are for real because they've seen this person being this and this person being that. And that's a dangerous place in, all in itself it because if you're going after what you've always seen and you don't know who you are, for real, for real.
4: People will place you in convenient position for them. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Pri- I mean, <laughs> that's that's just my story. Like, yeah. I mean, I tell everyone, yes, in the spirit as well as that, I'm a jack of all trades. You put it, me in an area, I can beast it. I really can but my seek right now is, okay, God, where exactly do you want me? And God is just like, where you are. And I'm like, what? Like, you know, yeah, it is a place in the spirit you can operate. You could be spiritually fluid. You can go in and out of different areas. And that's why I struggle with where I'm supposed to be, because I know that you put me here, I can beast it. I mean... And I'm not saying it in a boastful or prideful place, but I'm saying it in the confidence that God has given me that, like, yeah, you know, yeah, I can go in this area, I can go in that area, and I'm like, I just need to find one area, and that's where the church has literally crippled a lot of people, where, no, you're supposed to be in one area. No. Yes, you can work this area in the church, but how is your life lining up outside of of church? It goes back to the quote once again If almost a name but anyway there's this one mm-hmm. individual that's very important have an impactful position in my life but yet and still tearing down the church you know tearing down the doors of the church to get there Sunday after Sunday choir all this other good stuff but you raise all kind of hell during the week mm-hmm. so it's just like where's your witness like you thumping church and telling us we wrong for this and that but your life is not lining up to the life that you have and people you know believe, that it believe. so it's just like Time out for that. We're we're teaching dysfunction.
3: And we're letting it happen too. The leaders see it. And like someone mentioned, I think you did, Takara, that they'll call it out in the pulpit.
1: Yeah, they good for calling it out. The whole sermon is wrapped around you and
3: what you did on Wednesday. But why not pull this person to the side if you see them operating outside of what they're supposed to do and really just, okay, break it down. What are you going through? What can I do to help you?
1: Love them love them, love them like you're supposed to love them and accept them for where they are and understand that if you're really a true pastor, you're a leader, you're going to help your people, period. Absolutely. You ain't going to tear them down by talking about them.
3: Shaming them is not going do anything because they know what they do
2: but they i also know. know what you do so you need to tread real life <laughs> let's call a spade, up, a spade. Me to the side to tell me where i was because i know is. where you were too and that's part of the reason why they're not teaching what needs to be taught yeah. because teaching what you're not living makes you a hypocrite and not a minister Or a to or a bishop, those untouched
4: areas that you're not willing to confront because yet and still, I can't minister to you a situation that's sensitive to me exactly because I know it's going to correct, convict, and eventually change me. So if I'm comfortable in operating Mm -hmm. in dysfunction, Mm -hmm. which is what the church has taught us to do, I'm going to stay away from specific subjects because I know it's gonna hit home. It's gonna make me feel uncomfortable. But once again, that selflessness and understanding that ministry requires, and I know you're, you know, jump starting, you understand that being a leader or being, you know, forefront of the church and ministry is gonna take selflessness and certain levels of being uncomfortable.
2: And here's the thing. I am I am willing to be uncomfortable so that your demons become uncomfortable Mm
0: -hmm. because
2: we are so focused on, I need to be comfortable. That is why certain spirits are attached to certain churches because the demons know ain't nobody going to call them out there. Don't don't. It ain't strange. Y'all know you can. There are ministries, Miranda. I hear you. Okay. Holy spirit. I hear you. There are ministries. That have reputations for certain things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is because those demons are comfortable there. Mm -hmm. Those demons are not being addressed there. Those demons are not being casted out there. Now, hear my heart. Hear me. What I'm not saying is that you berate people because that produces damage. There is a difference between rebuke and recklessness hmm Okay? Wow. However, there does have to be a teaching so that what you're being taught convicts you enough to deal with your stuff. Because yeah. we all got stuff. We all got mm-hmm. stuff. We all got stuff. So we got to be careful because we have become fleshy folks. hmm And so as long as I'm calling out his struggles, ain't nobody looking at mine. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm preaching a series on how ain't nobody tithing. I ain't saying you drop not an envelope. Pastor. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I tithe to my pastor. Pa- tithe to the house you're over. At least drop an offering. Be an example worth following.
4: Mm-hmm. Lead by example. That's a I shit. ain't on
2: the finance team. I don't know what's in your envelope, but drop one. <laughs> Why you done done... Six months on Malachi. Book ain't even that long. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> like I, we just gotta be better. Like and we I have to be broken people, to be better. Yes. Though. You like, gotta you gotta die from to the your stuff. Yes, stuff. down. Yes. yes.
1: Everybody. Mm-hmm. And I find it interesting, I was looking around the table and we're all in our thirties except for you. Hmm
4: um thank you she's talking to me uh she's talking to me (laughs) you know and
1: and i and i find and i'm sitting here and i'm listening to the wisdom that we're dropping and i feel that it's so needed our voices are so needed in the earth because we are examples of What we don't want to see in church, what we're tired of seeing in church Mm -hmm. and how we really need to have this strong alignment within our lives to be, to take what we've been called and created to do to the next level. We need pastors. We need accountability. They, they need to be accountable. They, I'm tired of pastors being a pastor just because you look good like that. I'm over that. Like you can preach a good word. You can do your, your shuffle, but where's the substance? And how are the people that you call your sheep being changed by the, you being a pastor of such and such ministry?
4: It it goes back to the the world we live in. Like I was saying, you know, earlier, how you have to change the devil. You have to change.
1: <laughs> you got to change the devil, bro. Yeah. You got to change him as well. But you
4: have to change your method and your way of doing things. Um, honestly, I've been part of ministry years and I know um, where Sometimes it feels like oh yeah it's Sunday morning it's showtime we have to go you know you have to this is what we do and Woo, it, it becomes a performance it's a it becomes and it is and it, it it's sad that the church have gotten that way but now looking back even when I was at my little baptist church um
0: <laughs> it was a
4: performance you know the, the preacher gave a thing you know gave his thing you know the choir came and sang our best songs had the best robes it was like Performance mode, you know, and we do all this outward stuff and we're not really attacking the inward. And it's like um Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um in a book in the Bible, where um I don't know the full story, but how the nurse or the babysitter dropped must I can never say his name, Mophibus Seth. Yeah, how she dropped him. It was like the age of five. I was reading this like not too long ago, and how she dropped him and he became lame. Um, but she was in a rush to get somewhere um that 's how I believe leaders oh. are nowadays they 're in a rush wow. to try to get things done and put themselves Work out there so. that they, they, they want their sons and daughters to come up in ministry but they're they 're dropping them mm-hmm. and they 're being mishandled and it 's just like you you 're in a rush to get these names and these people out there and they they 're not being gutted they 're not they don 't have experience under their belt and the first point of calamity or anything that comes against them. They're they're falling and it just makes the church look bad because you have these unprepared, immature people out here proclaiming and don't have nothing to stand on.
1: Mm. My God, my
4: it's God. just bad business. It's just like like you have mentors, I have mentees and mentors, and it's like you know before you put them out there and push them out there, you want to make sure they're ready and prepared.
1: Yeah, you want to make sure that they got it. They
4: and that that that's the Woo! problem that you want to um. Jesus. You want to gloat in the fact that I have people under me Serving but, but who and doing are you anything under?
2: But who are you right. under They're So my, prof- my prophet has been Beating this Into our spirit Don't tell me who you over without telling me Who you under mm. That's good Right. Stop Miranda. telling me who you over and not telling me Who you under
3: Miranda. That's good Because they can only give who's under them What they know and what they have
1: and let's be real A lot of these pastors Ain't covered by nobody Right But they want to cover They want a ministry in Atlanta They want one in Louisville They want one in Memphis They want one in Canada They want one everywhere else Lord Did I just talk about It's self
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You did
0: Ooh, ooh.
3: It's they're accustomed self-driven. to the lifestyle They're not about the people Like it's a lifestyle That comes with pastoring You know mm. churches That whole thing It's you know They're in leadership They're in congregation with other leaders like them. They're, you know, getting money and all these different things. Like, we have pastors back home going to prison for extorting money. And it's just like, how did you get there? How
4: did you? I want to say this, but I want to be really careful in what I'm saying. Um. But as you were speaking, it really boils down to a lot of pastors being placed in positions and doing all of this stuff because they they're, they've learned to operate in dysfunction, but they're also feeding their insecurities.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. It's like yeah. if I'm
4: insecure in certain areas, this sense of power that I have it overshadows my insecurities. So it's they have feeding to keep me, it up. so I have to keep it mm-hmm. up. So yeah, mm-hmm. if I'm dealing with you know my insecurity is you know a certain thing, oh. I found this thing to get that perfect antidote, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I keep feeding these things because it's overshadowing my insecurities, making me feel more of than what I am instead of addressing these insecurities mm-hmm. and moving on because you feeding your insecurities, you're pouring insecurity into other people, your leaders, your the people that follow you.
3: Yeah, it, it, it comes out. What's in you will definitely come out. And I think the position comes becomes more important than you know, that relationship with God and saving people and pastoring over their souls, like really doing what you're supposed to do. You got so caught up in like leading this life. Like Mm -hmm. you said, we have to keep it up. You know, you have to wear the suits. You have to be here. You have to, you know, all this extra stuff that come along with it. I think that somehow becomes more important than, you know, what their purpose is.
4: I have a friend that's listening and she just texted me. She said, pastor by trade versus call to pastor. Mm, and wow. That makes you think. Some, I mean, it's a profession.
0: It is now.
3: It's it a is. profession. It is, now. It is a profession. Is. It is a profession. And I've always questioned, like, the whole going to school for you know,
2: i
4: the seminary. And yeah, all that, you know.
2: like, but some of them need to go. Real talk. Listen. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Look, hear, I... hear me. <laughs> Part of the problem is that they don't study,
0: mm-hmm. and that
2: they're regurgitating things that have just been said to them. Mm. Over the years. And a lot of. When you really start to study theology. And you really break down the word. You come to realize. That ain't right. Come and on. And so we've been running around here. Repeating stuff that people have been saying to us wrong. Mm-hmm. For years and years and years. Go to school. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean I get that. you You have to study. But. Like open it. That opens it opens it up to people who are not called. Like that opens it up to everybody. Like mm-hmm. I can go to and I, I'm not called a pastor. Nobody. Yeah, else, but know. but that's you, in
2: anything. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. I can go to med school and yeah. walk in a hospital, knowing good and well I'm a. This is gonna yes. be y'all. I hope y'all insurance is up today <laughs> because because I'm a smart girl. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like so I can learn it. But that's in anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, this is why you have to know the word for yourself. So yeah to be able to divide it mm-hmm. and to be able to know no that ain't that ain't it like my best friend in my head is sarah jakes roberts right she is my best friend in my head and <laughs> she like i legit follow her ministry partially because her transparency yes blew me away
1: yes she's real um, for sure but love her
2: as i began to study some things and i began to sit under certain leadership she got to preach one day and I was like, "Ooh, sis. I'm gonna text you baby, because you sound good and because you have the following that you have, you got all of these women gung ho about what you just said and it's wrong. And it's wrong. And so if if we can present it right,
0: then everybody's gone. With it.
2: They they mm. gone. You you drop a bump in it, oh, they they
1: running with it. They gone. Mm-hmm. But I mean it's the it's the world that we live in. I was just having this conversation with somebody.
0: Confirmation. We,
1: we live in this microwave society. So if we can get the word and not do our own studying to know if it's right, we run it. We go and it hits our spirit and we gone. Instead of really doing the work to see, you know, what does this word mean? Like last night <laughs> um I was looking up the word process. Um, A friend of mine and I were having a conversation, and he was saying some stuff, and I'm like, man, what does process really mean? Man, we got that thing all jacked up. All jacked up. When we think of process, we think of hurt. We think of, oh, my God, I got to change. It says, in the fullness of time. That's Mm. what a process is. In the full, and every scripture, because I got out the good concordians. I was looking up the word in Hebrew like I was studying I was like and it felt so good look it felt so good to know for myself on what that word really means and so I got a whole new revelation of what the word process means so as I'm in this season of transformation and transition I understand that this process that God has me in is such a beautiful thing It ain't nothing raggedy, dirty, nasty It ain't nothing to do with You know, oh my god You going through a process No, I mean process comes Because as we evolve We need to go through A a process We need to be in a I call it like a time warp Like just isolated for a little bit To understand what he's trying to get to you Period Mm -hmm. So you can be your best you Especially when you're called you can't be out here raggedy like you were saying, Miranda. You, you gotta, you gotta confess the the word of the Lord with clarity, because people are running around here like you said, and
4: believing everything. Believing
1: everything, and they in these prophecy lines paying three hundred, four hundred dollars for a word, and they get the word, and then they're like, okay, so when is it supposed to
2: manifest? And they're like, you got this junk all wrong, and half the time. We calling people prophets, and they're not prophets. They just pay attention. I can pick up on, if I am literally like exhorting a scripture, and you are responding to certain things that I say, I know where to tap into your life. Mm-hmm. If every time I start talking about relational things, you, you have some type of reaction, then I know there's something going on in your relationships. If I start to talk about finances, and all of a sudden you're crying, I know something is going on Home. with your finances. Uh. I don't have to be prophetic. I just need to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of Sheesh. times we tell on ourselves. That's good. That's real good. Liz. So you have to be careful. I don't have
5: nothing to say. <laughs> I'm just listening.
1: <laughs> you ain't got nothing to say? You, you observing it all?
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Soaking it all in. Because it's exactly what God has been trying to tell me for the last couple of weeks. And it's like my prayers have turned into I just need to just ask what you want. What do you want? Instead of what do I want? It's no longer about me at the end of the day because I've realized that, you know, I ask, you ask, ask, ask. It's like you're asking the wrong questions (laughs) because it's exactly what it is. I'm asking all the wrong things, and I know where he's leading me. And people are coming to me, asking me for Advice, asking me for this, and I'm just like, I don't know. I'm in the same boat you are. I'm trying to figure out just as much you're trying to figure it out. I was like, but I can tell you what I've been through and what why I am the way that I am now and why I don't sugarcoat and why I'm very transparent about who I am, where I'm going, what steps I'm going through, and how I how I'm trying to get there, how I'm trying to get onto the other side, how I'm trying to be the servant that god wants me to be versus the person i want to be so that's it, a, it's it's tough
1: that's a lot for someone who had nothing to say <laughs> <laughs> that's
5: what god pushed out my system that's what it is
1: but it's amazing when you can really realize where you are and understand where you've come but then also gird yourself up for where you're going yeah
3: you headed in the right direction like
1: that's powerful.
3: You are being prepared. Like Takara was saying, you're in the process. Mm-hmm. It's just the fullness of time, things that have to take place in order to get you to that mm-hmm. next level. I mean, we're all going through it. We mm-hmm. all have our own processes, our own, you know, situations. We're being broken in certain areas just to be built up for something greater. Mm-hmm. It's just it's the seasons, how God, things happen.
1: Come on.
4: It, it it really is amazing, like, the um, process. is like, you know, everyone has our process and as you broke down you know it's the full form of you know the isolation the the misunderstanding the mishandling you know all the, all the good stuff but i just think about this is the word base again once again um you know the last supper um you know jesus he broke the bread he blessed it and then he gave it you know so it's like he broke that's how our lives are. He has to break us, bless us, and then give us away. Listen, you know, and that's mm-hmm. the point. That like, you know, we don't understand me. our areas of brokenness. Mm-hmm. But yet and still he loves us enough to break us so we can learn how you say you were having a conversation with someone. And, you know, I'm in the same boat. They gave them confirmation that I'm doing something right because Jesus. I'm not the only one in this situation. Yeah. So blessed, broken, then given. I mean, that that's how it is. You can't really give. But we say at the church, you know, you can't really give out of your selflessness and out of your heart if you have never been broken. I understand exactly how you feel because I once was there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you think about that. You know, yeah, he, bl- he loves me enough to break me, then bless me, and then makes me selfish enough that I have to give what I've been through to Jesus. other people.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, It's, uh, it's uh, interesting amazing. you're saying that
1: because I just posted this either on my Facebook story or whatever, but it says sometimes God breaks your heart to save your soul. And when you really realize that, the fact that it goes back to this too, knowing who you are in him. Allows for you to know that He loves you so much that he will Break you to make you better mm-hmm. And then use your brokenness To heal those that you're called to mm-hmm. That's power And to understand that he sends These people you don't go looking for them
4: mm-hmm. you, don't listen. At all. you don't
1: go looking for them And you be like god dog it, I'm supposed to help you gosh So <laughs> you know you go through this moment where you're like Oh I went through that for you uh, And then You You <laughs> Oh I went through That right there was And it's like all right, Rao God You You've healed me To a place that Now I can Help somebody else Mm -hmm. That's Powerful
4: Think about the caterpillar I know we always Talk about From the one stage To the other (laughs) But you have to think That shell That goes around The caterpillar Before it comes The butterfly That is the Hardest place Of your life that's where that guard is up. <laughs> it's just like, man. <laughs> yeah. But you have to understand, when things are getting hard, you're on your way to becoming that butterfly.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I, believe,
4: like, I mean, everyone has hard moments, but it's like, man, when you hit that point in your life, it's just one thing after the other. Like, God, what is this? And I believe that that's, that shell, that guard, just being broken, because you're used to that familiar place, that place of isolation. It's like, how am I isolated? But everything still finds its way to attack me.
0: (laughs) Why? Why?
4: It's It's that process, those things, what I shall become. I don't see why I have to go through this. I don't understand. But at the end of the day, I'm being broken so I could be given.
1: And it's funny you're saying all this because I was having a conversation and I I said, I gave God my yes. Yes and i think sometimes when we when we give him our yes we have there's no sometimes when we give god our yes we have no clue what comes behind yes, giving him that yes and when we come up to this place and we're, we we want to be like why me and it's like why not you and then it's like well you gave him your yes so you got to go through this and it's like well you go you go through these emotions like why why do i really have to go through this like can can somebody else go through this like am i really equipped to go you go you you find everything in the book to be like i want out and you can't because you gave god your yes and there's so much power and when you surrender yourself to him he's like boom let me put my stamp of approval on you because i can use you I can use you to go through this. And, yes, this might hurt right here, but I can heal you. I'm your provider. I'm your healer. I'm everything. Everything. I can break you and rebuild you. That's Mm. who I am. I'm bad like that. It's like, well, I'm not bad like that. (laughs) (laughs) Listen,
4: it it all goes hand in hand. Like, I mean, God is so infinite and all-knowing that we don't understand. He knows when we're going to say yes, how we're going to say yes because Jesus. once again it goes back on the word we need to stand on the you know steps of the good man are ordered by God. So he knows what way we take. Like we so it's like these words yeah the different scriptures sometimes in my head they are contradictory to one another. But even at the end of the day it's just like you know My beginning, you know, my ending, you know exactly what I'm going to do. Yes, you have given me free will, but yet it's still you have assigned me to do so much in this little space that you, you know, given me for life. And it's just like he's graced us to do it. But going back to the church, the church has just built these levels of insecurity or questioning that I'm not worthy because my process don't look like the next man's process. But yeah, I know that now my process is not going to look like yours because you're not supposed to reach the people that I'm supposed to reach.
3: So is the church a help or a hindrance, do you think? It's all
4: part of your mind. I believe that some form of the church can be, it plays a dual role. Because it teaches you that confidence. I have to stand on my own relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, the church has taught you to be dependent on the church and not God. Yeah. there have been things a system that has been set up where I had to be dependent on my leader no Negro you're just this resource you're not the source so the church has taught you to be dependent on them your leaders oh yeah I'm down on my luck no what ha- what happened to going down and really seeking God mm. Oh, I have an issue with my family. I have to go speak to the church counselor. Not, you know, if that's your trade, that's what you went to school for, God bless you. God, you. That's yours. But at the end of the day, you're teaching me how to be dependent on the systems of the world, the systems of the church, when I have the same ability to get down on my knees, shut myself down, and really go pray.
3: But they. I don't think that's really being, it is, it's being talked about, but it's not being taught. And so you want us to show up for um, 12 o'clock in intercessory prayer. You know what I'm saying? To come to church to do it. Instead of saying, okay, take this time out on your own wherever you are. And this is how you do it.
4: I firmly believe, like, my... Mm-hmm. well, two or three are gathered, he shall be in the midst. I understand those things. But linking up with people in prayer has been amazing. But yet and still, it takes that whole foundation of having your own prayer life. Mm-hmm. Like, like people do this for church like no you you bring the word the prophecy is supposed to be confirmation but now people you know it's prophecy junks you have those times but i know i was taught granted i didn't like the place that i was being taught at however i learned that you have to try the spirit by the spirit every prophecy you can't receive it until you ask okay god what am i supposed to take from this word specifically Mm -hmm. you know because some people you know ask questions like some private asked me questions, do you like computers? And I was like, uh, yeah. Then they went on this, you can have your own computer business. In my mind, I shut that down because I know that that was a lie. That has nothing to do with what God has called me to do. Wow. But yet and still, I question everything. And the word prophecies, and you know, all those things, they're supposed to come as confirmation. I got a prophecy, you know, or prophecy or a word, whatever, this Sunday that serves as confirmation. Okay. I questioned it, yeah. And I went to God and God was like, yeah, it's right there. It was in your face. But yet at the end of the day, being taught, Years ago and like have to go through the whole reprogramming yeah, yeah. where, you know, you would call the prophecy and you have four day, you know, revivals and they, oh, I know your credit card number. Now, what does that have to do about the edification of me living the life that God? Yeah, you know, my credit card number. But at the end of the day, what what, what does that have to do with me building the kingdom?
3: Because they are appeasing people to build here on earth. They're not worried about the kingdom. They, they uh-huh. prophesying about the house and the car and, you know, all that stuff that won't get you into heaven.
4: True, that has nothing to do with, with
3: your you. soul or salvation. But it makes people feel good because yes. that's the things <laughs> that they're hoping for here on earth and not the treasures that God has stored for them. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: And I guess for me, um, there was a time where I uh, served as an administrator and I learned a whole lot about just the behind-the-scenes pieces of the church mm-hmm. and honorariums and what that looks like and blah, 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 and... The way that I was taught It had me questioning On giving Mm -hmm. Because You know such and such as honorarium Is half of the offering When it comes offering time It's or You know We need 15 people to sell a seed of $50 for blase 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 In the back of my mind I'm like oh that's the cover as honorarium (laughs)
0: <laughs>
4: it goes back to that quote, so it's like trade or call mm. like you know people raise these money, and don't get me wrong. The words you know are good, and you know you you learn the the background of things of being in certain positions, and I just think about a uh, leap of faith with uh Steve martin anyway um. Would. No, but I'm, do y'all remember that movie? Mm-hmm. I may be showing my age. But, you know, you, I mean, you...
0: Show your you right. <laughs> you're showing our age? <laughs> so, you know, you have
4: to think of those things. The church is as much of a business as a hospital. And, um, you know, they have the bills. They have all that. And, you know, people, this is some of their professions, you know. But when does that become, like I said, a hindrance? Like, you know, yeah, you know, you're taking these people, they're last. And they're storing, you know... According to their faith, like, you know, I know there was times where, you know, I felt convicted by the Holy Spirit, whereas, like, you know, I only had $50, and they were asking for a $50 seat, I'm like, okay, okay, God, I trust you, and I gave that, and then, you know, people came and put money in my hand, we'll go to Walmart, I'm in the check self-checkout line, people walk up, oh, I got you, and I'm like, you don't know me, you know why, you know, even to the little things at McDonald's, like, you know, I would go to McDonald's one time, like, struggling, I was like, man, I'm sitting here counting my change, and I would never forget, um, I was going through the line, and the lady was like, oh, the lady in front of you pay for your meal and said, have a God-a-blessed day. And I'm just like, I'm literally balling at this point, but it was like, you know, God is the provider, yet and still, you know, when you give according, that's that's why it's important you... Once again, it boils down to the underlining having a relationship with Christ Because God and the Holy Spirit will convict you on certain things. But yet and still, when I know, come on, we got to be wise. God has given wisdom. If you call for $150 line, I only have 120 and I just yeah. don't feel the urgency or I don't feel my spirit leaping telling me to give. I'm not going to give and I'm not going to let you say, well, I know it's what I'm not going to let your That's your right. level of um, influence convict me to give when I know I shouldn't.
3: Because your level of influence is not more powerful than the Holy Spirit, especially yes. when you know you. Because God has given wisdom. Absolutely, but everybody don't have it. Yeah, don't know how to get it, and then they, they put their trust in these people, and these prophets, and these pastors. So
0: yeah,
2: I just got to play devil's advocate because I'm I'm really sitting here trying to, and this whole thing about finance and giving and things because I've worked on both sides, mm-hmm. um, and so it speaks to a couple different things. Number one. I am supposed to be obedient contrary to what you do with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's just like me giving to the homeless. Well, I'm not going to give to him because he's going to go buy a beer with it. It ain't got nothing to do with what he does with the money Yeah. if you are supposed to give. Mm-hmm.
0: Supposed what happens
2: to. on the other side is between you and God. If you don't do as you are supposed to do, then God then deals with you. I'm out of order to question if, what y'all going to do with this offering I'm, I'm mm. going to That That's not my role. And part of, the, part of the breaking process, especially in leadership, is that God affords you to see people naked. That's why you got to be a special somebody to be an armor bearer. You got to be a special somebody to be an administrator. You got to be a special somebody to be an adjutant. Because you get access to levels that everybody else doesn't have access to. And if you do not have the ability to cover them naked, Hmm. then you are in the wrong spot. Hmm. And that's on you, not on them. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. We get so caught up in wanting to sit here, wanting to be seen there, that we forget that there's an expectation of us in this position also. And, there's, and it's, it's, it's no
1: punk. It's, it's easy no. <laughs> for me to
2: call out, pastor such and such did this, lady such and such did that, because I sat in their Let's secret see. space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, But God's expectation of me was to sit there and be quiet. Can you cover with your mouth closed? Because if you're telling everything, you know you're not a covering. In fact, you're an uncovering. That's good. And that is why so much of the church is in the situation it's in now, because everybody is in this season of I'm finna uncover this. I'm finna expose that. I'm finna tell this. And in your release, you are destroying people's salvation.
4: Mm -hmm. That's good.
2: You are putting people in dangerous spots. Mm -hmm. And so it goes back to what you were saying about, like, I don't really know what to tell you. A lot of us move out of our flesh and we end up doing damage versus moving out of the direction of God where we can lead people to their destiny. It's just because you know something don't mean it's time to tell it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just because God has allowed you to experience something doesn't mean that this is the point. Where it's supposed to be revealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Revelation too early or revelation that's misunderstood is dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're destroying people's families. Yeah. And sharing it on social media. hmm mm-hmm. Why would anybody want to come to church? Well, I don't want to know this God you servant. serving. Look at what y'all are doing. Yep. Look at what has been spread all over the world. We look like a circus hmm. Dressing up, acting like clowns Wondering why we can't get the seats filled The church is in a dangerous position right now Yes And it's not the devil's fault No, not at all It's at all. our fault We give the devil credit for stuff that he ain't even had nothing to do with He would be like, oh thanks
0: mm-hmm.
2: but you did that all by yourself i saw a quote or a
4: meme it said um we want to blame the devil for everything but that's just your karma
2: mm-hmm. yikes
4: and i'm a firm believer yeah the the world calls it karma but in the bible it talks about sowing and reaping, reaping. you're going to reap everything that you sow whether Jesus. it's good or bad so it's like you know the church yeah we're, we're the church now is reaping what was sown years ago. Yes, like, yes. Monsters have been created down the line. Yes. It really has been that, you know, the church has to look this certain way. You have to act, and it created the mask. Mm. Like you said earlier, you know, the mask has been created that, you know, everything is a-okay. No, everything, I am I have my game face on. I mean, and Takara knows, Miranda knows a little of my story. You know, how I served in ministry. I was hurting. I was damaged. I didn't want to be there. And I tell everyone I would prefer you pull out and not do more so than serving out of obligation. If you serve out of obligation, that's a dangerous place. Yes. You know, but you, the church has taught you to it. Yeah, that the church, I, I'm I'm blessed in the Lord, a highly favor. But no, you don't know. I cried myself to sleep last night because of how I was feeling and my my needs were not being met. I'm I'm going home and and robbing Peter to pay Paul telling them I can't it, it's just so much that the family goes through and people don't know but yet, yeah, it's still you, you're teaching people how to have these masks and yeah, it's like yeah. and then when God comes for the mask people have lie to themselves so much so they believe their own lies like i'm good i'm good i'm good you're not good no, you're not. at all you're dangerous you're hazardous to, hazardous to yourself because you have once again pushed all this stuff to the back of your mind to the back of your mind and then when it hits you all at once you snap you go crazy you don't that's why it's so many crazy people out here now because they have learned to suppress and put on this mask yeah. and then when it's enough is enough i'm snapping out i'm spazzing out i'm it's natural and spirit. It's a lot of innocent bystanders being hurt because of the mask that people are putting on.
1: Absolutely. I just had
3: this conversation the other day. Um, Especially with leaders, like even on your job, you know, they come in and they have this bad attitude and she's known for always being that way. You know, that's just her. That's just how she is. But you don't know what people go through outside of their role as your manager or your supervisor or, you know, whatever you call your boss. So they're dealing with a lot outside of here just like everybody else they come here they have to deal with what's going on here but they're not really addressing it so they're bottling it up and then spewing it out on other people who don't mm-hmm. deserve it yep. mm-hmm. yeah. I mean it, it happens all the time
4: it's just a dangerous place um,
3: I guess it, it goes back to what
1: Miranda was saying just about leadership and just understanding Um, what that looks like Um, just in all facets I mean like you were talking about Isha you know people take on these roles and you know we are dealing with different things inside the home and at work and blah 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 and I think sometimes people just get lost and wrapped up and entangled Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to where you know they don't know if they're coming or they're going But they know when it's, like you were saying, Jerome, when the lights come on, the praise team's going, there's an expectation for me to put all that aside and for me to be pastor, apostle, bishop. And it goes back to not addressing what's going on with you and understanding that we got to do better. We got to do better. There's too many lives at stake. For people to be so unaware of how they're acting
2: and the damage thereof I think they're aware I just think they're apathetic I think people are fully aware that um, I'm going to say this or I'm going to do this I think that because we live in a society where it's cute to clap back and it's cute to always have the last say or you know to be the performance. Um, but the righteous don't retaliate. Like, mm-hmm. clap back and not Christ-like. Mm-hmm. Me embarrassing you does not make me any closer to God than I would be if I were mm-hmm. to guide you. We don't have enough humility to have conversations with people.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: a lot of things would be rectified if there were more sincere apologies given. Mm-hmm. And so instead we get caught up in... Well, I just ain't going to talk to them no more. Yeah. And then you're walking around angry, trying to figure out why you can't get right nowhere else because that has become cancerous in your spirit. And so things that start off small grow into other areas because that's the seed that you're watering. Mm. You got to be careful where you plant yourself.
0: Yes. Be yes. mindful of
2: the garden that you're trying to grow in,
0: Jesus. Yeah, buddy.
2: Dandelions look real pretty, but they weeds. Mm-hmm. Mm. And mm. so, if if you have planted yourself in a place where everything around you that's growing is damaging, then you're in the wrong space. We, we live in a time where we're just not humble. Definitely. Mm. Humility would get us so much farther. If we were committed to communicating with people, Jesus. it would get us so much farther.
0: Hmm.
2: But instead, we become internet thugs and, and, and text folks, yeah. the stuff that we know we would never dare say to their face. Definitely,
4: yeah. We hide. I'm
2: going to put up a status that you know I'm talking about you, but I ain't going to tag you in it. And everybody else going to come amen it, but I know what I put up was shady. Or you got folks
1: amen and stuff, and they don't even know what they know amen. The yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
1: Or we're like, "Yeah, sis, preach," and you're like, I'm, "I just spewed on you, and you don't even know what I exactly. You don't even know."
4: I remember sitting in services where um, the messages would get around conversations that I had with my leader. I mean, I'm not exposing it, but I mean I don't care. We could expose the spirit, not the person. Amen. But at the end of the day when well, you sit and you literally, you know, and I understand people, you know, that's that that's their drawing points at time. If I can speak where you are, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn your needs. I'm gonna learn your whatever, you know, just hidden on certain areas, you know, their response and it's like that given response type of thing. But I sat in service where, aware, you know, the messages was like, man, I was like, whoa that sounds quite familiar and it's like wait you dang okay that's that, that's what we own okay got it you know but that's when maturity came in where i had to learn how to cover people that left me naked yeah
3: yeah yeah yeah
4: and that, that that's where like man you had to understand like man because if this was to me and that that shows you your growth yes. Yes. because i was like if this was yes. me <laughs> a couple months ago <laughs> i would have right in the middle of your service like oh yeah bro that's what you are gonna do you know but <laughs> i had to learn like man you know That's where true leadership comes in because even going back to the Bible, you know, even with Noah and his son, he saw his father naked. One of his sons covered him, but his other sons laughed at him and went back and told the other son, dude, look what your dad is doing. Right. So it goes like you have to cover your leader. I mean, as much as, as hard as it be or will be or is, you have to learn because God is honoring that faithfulness. Yeah. God is honoring that loyalty never if they do. And you know, you said the whole situation is there's no authentic apologizing if I
1: Man, look here. Look here. Jesus.
4: I had to also learn to accept the apology that I would never, never hear, hear from leaders. Yeah. I had to because I know that it was a a learning process. I know If God ever caused me to pass the which that is the biggest prayer. Like, God, I do not want that ever, ever. I mean, y'all hear this. I never don't want that. But I said, if God ever caused me to that, I know how to treat people because of the way that I was treated. Yes, sir. I know how to cover people because I was uncovered. I know how to handle people because the way that I was mishandled.
3: And that's that's what a lot of leaders are missing, that piece and then you put yourself in that position to be over people and you damage them
4: the power It's the power struggle is like no nah, that's where selflessness come in because if you use your power if you will to make people your puppet
0: ooh
1: wee that's manipulation, that's, manipulation. A that's that's not
4: that's not operating in the spirit to make people want to be or come close to Christ because you're leaving a world of bondage to come to a world of bondage it's just my master has changed. Wow.
2: And if my drawing of the three of them is damaging to the one of you, the blood is still on my hands. That's it. It doesn't matter that because I told your business without saying it was your business and now 50 more people joined the church, that one soul that I lost is what God's about to hold me accountable for.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. yes.
4: And it goes back to what you said earlier. Am I willing to be selfless enough to leave this 99 i just gained to apologize and reclaim what i broke in between that one Mm -hmm. we got a lot of sheep slaughterers out here
0: Mm. a lot
1: of blood being slain Mm -hmm. this hearts being broken
0: just need a refacing
4: of the church you know you have your you really have your heart felt like i mean you can't you can't say all pastors, all leaders are bad leaders. Right, absolutely. Right, say no, that's not what say we're that, saying. You know? Absolutely. No, not. I'm not saying no one said it, but no, like, you know, but yeah. the church to the non-believers, it, it can look that way. Yeah. My one bad interaction with this one church can change my, whole,
0: my perspective. whole
4: perspective of the body in general. Yeah. I was telling someone other, I hit my pinky toe. Y'all know I'm six foot nine. I'm super tall, but it's amazing how that one pinky toe, when I hit it, immobilized my whole entire body. Wow, That's just how know. it is. That one, that one bad interaction can mess up the whole view of things. I literally had to sit down and sit down for a good five minutes because it hurt <laughs> just that bad. But it's a matter that one small thing,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: can affect the whole body. Yeah.
1: And we live in such a day and age where it's so it's even more important it, for us to be mindful of how we treat people because they waiting for that one opportunity to be like, I'm out yeah i ain't gotta I i'm gone one opportunity i was to make waiting the break. i was waiting on blase 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 blood happened here it is i'm out and then that's one soul that has the power to impact so many that's now damaged
0: yeah
3: i think the tradition of the church has a lot of people confused because when you, you're in, like, you visit different churches, and all of the productions are not going to be the same way. Right. So I'm comparing what I'm used to to this new place, and I'm just not feeling it because it's not what, you know, I'm used to. You're not doing this the right way, but who's to say what's the right way?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so
3: you're sitting there, you're not receiving because you're blocked out by, you know, you not feeling the production, and it's not even about that. Mm-hmm and i had that you know happen and someone told me that and i'm just like you know that's not even like you like why are you sitting here comparing services when you're supposed to be here to get a word
4: it's a distraction it's a that a the church has created like 90% of mm-hmm. the church struggles are self-inflicted i think mm-hmm. i said that last time a lot of what the church experience is one the reaping and sowing but a lot of self-inflicted Situations and issues.
3: We gotta unlearn what we've been taught. That's that's how the thing. you unprogram yourself, Man. Jesus, that's that's that one on one. That is you yeah. and God. Yeah, like you have to start. That's where you start. A lot of people go to church just to get the word because they're not doing anything else during the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And but that's, f- this is my one chance to say I I did it. I got it. But that's not enough.
4: Have you ever experienced a service where? And, and I love it because we've said it multiple times here. Where the word lines up to your weekly conversations—that's yeah. how you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's how I know I belong where I'm at right now yeah. because I literally, like when my pastor stopped, like, man, I was
3: just talking to somebody about yes. that.
4: But you know, it—that's it, the word is supposed, and I was always taught the word is supposed to bring forth confirmation.
3: confirmation. I was never taught that, and I was confused about it. I never knew why. And I would have side conversations with a good friend of mine. And She was like, "Yeah, me too." Like it wasn't something that was familiar or mm-hmm. talked about. Like because. Where I'm from, like, people go to church to get it, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, you're getting stuff throughout the week if you're right. connected.
0: Mm-hmm. You Definitely. know what
3: I'm saying? And when you go to church, that's just that's confirmation. I never really understood it or knew what it was, but, mm-hmm. you know, being around people who are connected and who get it, I, I understand that.
4: So that's how you know you're in a good house. You know, that's the term that everybody uses. I'm in a good house, you know, if you're in a good church or good ministry. Because it, it, it's there to edify you. And then, you know, in learning... um in learning it's it's important because you you have to learn that I'm not for all the shenanigans or whatever when I come to church, I'm just all about getting what I need and pouring that's how I have to just change my mindset you know any sign of foolishness, I'm like, no I'm good on you like that's just the way I'm wired now like so if I step into <laughs> I don't visit other churches I don't. Because of that, if I walk in and I sense the, the spirit of foolishness, I'm out of there. That's just, because I, I can't, I value the anointing and I value who I am in Christ right now that I will not let anybody, I know there's this big movement, oh, I'm keeping my peace, yeah, I'm keeping my peace. Because mm-hmm. I don't want any form of confusion to come in and make me, no, because once again, it's those things called familiar spirits. If I walk in, I feel like that sense of, oh, man, this feels too familiar. I'm, I, I don't allow myself because I have that free will, I don't allow myself to feel uncomfortable anymore. There's yeah. no need for me to sit here and just an hour and a half of uncomfortableness just to <laughs> make you feel like you did your job. No, right, right, no right, I'm right. good because at the end of the day, when you go home and sleep, I'm still toiling with this uncomfortable like, why did I sit there? I'm beating myself up again. So it's like, no, you have to learn if you feel uncomfortable, you have the, the, the power to get up and, and make a change. You have to don't sit in obligation because this is my grandmother's church. I I feel obligated to stay because my grandmother was on the founding members board and she founded the mothers board. No, no. You don't have to. You have to go nowadays. You have to go where you can get fed yeah. mm-hmm. and you can grow and you have that conviction in the word where it drives you to even if you don't study 5 days a week, at least one day, that's progress. You know, but you have to go to these word-based churches where they're not only talking about you getting money and having a big car. No, it, it's about your soul.
0: Mm, that's good.
4: And it's just like, you know, you have your handful of churches that are out there, but you also have these people that are literally, I have, I'm have. i obligated because this is my family church. Like, I I broke away from my family church. I mean, however, you know, it's because I went away to college. But I said if I ever moved back to Chicago, I knew I wasn't going back. Yeah. Not that it's a bad church. It's like, no. Tradition, tradition can mess you up. Yeah, <laughs> Tradition can mess you up just like routine can mess you up. Like if going back to the beginning, if you go to go, that's a problem, but if you go to grow, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You have to have your own foundation in relationship with Christ. That that has brought me through a lot cuz like my whole sabbatical you know, yeah, I wasn't at church, but yet and still, I was still praying. You know, I would yeah. hear God say here and there. God would just drop little, you know, signs and everything. Like, you know, here and there, but yet and still, I believe that's where I had to learn that... This may sound harsh, but, you know, sometimes pastors and them don't care about your soul. Hmm. Or they don't care. Yeah, they're doing their job, but yet and still, like you said, the whole six months I was out, no, none of my leadership staff... From the ministry I left, reached out to me or anything. It's like, oh, but I was so instrumental to the ministry, but yet and still, hmm. you didn't even check and see if I was good. So that I that that you. made me yeah. think like, man,
3: quickly, a you are America. yeah yes. Yes. yeah
4: yeah. You, you easily replace. It's just like when you
3: leave your job, they're gonna have somebody else in your position
2: um, within two weeks. Facts. So
3: yeah. you know, that's just what, and it shouldn't be that way when yeah. it comes to church. But that's just that's just how it is.
2: I think we have to take the, the stigma off of, I left XYZ ministry. Yeah. I think we have put that out there. Of, oh, yes. he left his church. Oh, she left her church. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad place. Mm-hmm. It's just not an appropriate place for yeah. me. I've grown, right. I've grown the same Exactly. The same way that as, as you grow from a baby to an adult, you change what you Feed that child mm-hmm. As you grow from a babe To more maturity in ministry What you need to be fed And how you Your need diet. to be fed Changes And therefore Sometimes It ain't gotta be a big falling out Cause People, sometimes people just leave yeah. You know what I mean Like yeah, Sometimes we just create a story Cause it sounds good You know And it's not that Sometimes it's just have to have it though
3: yeah. Exactly
2: you have to have a reason why Something had to happen. Exactly mm-hmm. But I just wish that we would get to a place In which I don't have to justify why I left Jesus I went to be fed A different type of meal yeah. In a different type of way Because it was better for my overall growth that's it. That's it. I don't yeah.
3: think that's we really it. understand the growth process, though. Yeah. Like, when it comes to evolving as a person.
2: We don't.
0: Because a
3: lot of people get stuck, and they get used to things being a certain way, and they'll stay there. They'll mm-hmm. live there. They'll die there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's just...
4: Tradition. That's what tradition is. That's Damn. the perfect definition of tradition.
2: But that that's also dangerous. speaks to people who don't know their purpose.
0: Yes. They don't know who yes. they are, true
2: Well, if you did And, again most people who are struggling with different types of mental illness and personality disorders and, and, and struggles with identity is because you don't know your purpose. But yeah. once you understand what your purpose is, you understand that your path has to change in order for you to get there.
3: Yeah, you have to go to grow. That's, and that's right. that's the whole reason why I, I moved, like everybody knows, from the South. I'm from Mississippi. I hadn't been here, I think, this month made a year
1: Whoa, really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you made it through winner.
0: <laughs> no, Oh, my
3: gosh. It was the longest one, too. But, I mean, like, I had to leave. And when I left, I really didn't tell a lot of people because I didn't want the questions of, like, why are you doing this? Why are you going and don't do that? I didn't want the opinions. I didn't want all that, you know, conversation. It was a struggle enough for me to make up my mind to do it. So, I left and... You know It's been hard Since I've been here But you have to go Through things In order to grow But oh, I just thanks. know That there are Other opportunities Outside of You know Where I was planted And raised So I had to mm-hmm. Uproot myself And kind of Experience other things Take
2: that leap of faith yeah. Yeah. Absolutely Cause it's there the are Gonna be step. some things That just can't be Birthed in the place Where you've always been Amen It's been 36 years Miranda If it ain't happened In Chicago by now It ain't gonna happen here mm-hmm. But I know good and well What God told me Yeah yeah.
1: Come on.
4: What's happening?
2: And you you got okay to be okay with that. You got to be okay with that. You got to be okay with other people not being okay with yes. it. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. yeah. many of us miss our beat because we out here trying to appease somebody else's opinion. Yeah. You, Your opinion does not negate God's direction. Come on. I don't have to make you feel good.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I got to do what he told me to do. Right. If me... Doing what he told me to do makes you uncomfortable? I'm sorry. That's your conviction. But not
4: sorry. Why am I uncomfortable making you feel good? Hello? That's the
0: question. Sorry, not sorry. And me,
2: me, me taking care of your needs often means that I'm neglecting mine. Yeah. If you are out of the alignment of man. my purpose. Man, man, man. Look here. It got me in divorce court. I'm telling you what I know.
3: And it's the ones closest to you.
4: Well, it says that in the Bible your own will receive you not. Um yeah. definitely. Um it 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 I could write a book. I mean I'm it's just time. being on it. No, no, no. Yeah, just yeah, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I'm a girl That'll from uh like get she... out. No, no 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no, 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 no. I love her. Um
4: but yeah, it, it's the truth. Like, um, <laughs> I actually started writing a book like maybe six years ago uh, about being the second best man. I don't know why this just hit my mind of how to, to actually uh, <laughs> undergird um, your leaders in ministry. It's time. Um of how it's going to be difficult and you're gonna you know, the the sacrifices and all this other stuff. Wow. It's, wow. Time.
0: it's time. but you know, just being the
4: second best man, I think about you know how uh the mantle was passed from Elijah to Elijah. Yes, did I said that right. Yes. Um how it it's it's a passing, but once again you don't understand the process until you're done with it. Um that's so good. Like you don't understand yeah. and I had to learn as well, you know. You don't know that it's a distraction after you realize it's a distraction. How to sum that up is, you don't realize that it was a distraction until you pull yourself away. Like, man, that was a distraction the whole entire time. You know, so it's just like we have to... um,
0: Ooh, Jesus.
4: Yeah, we have to um, rebrand the face of church. And it's going to take a lot of us because it the Holy Spirit speaks to a lot of us and this is like we, we're we done with the foolishness that the church have to bring and offer and would avoid it at all costs and I know me like like I said earlier the first sign of foolishness I'm up out of there like I I'm done. if I roll with people like you know y'all can stay just call me when you're done I'm gonna pick you up but I have to go I can't expose my spirit or my you know I can't expose myself to certain things anymore because it's either I'm at this point I'm gonna confront it <laughs> Or I'm just going to cut you off. And what good is it for me to cut you off and not address what the situation is because because I'm allowing you to operate in dysfunction when it's not cool.
3: Yeah, but that other, you can't be accountable for what they do, but that other party may not be mature enough to even Mm -hmm. handle that conversation. And that's when you
2: know, then I cut you off. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Them the Bible deuces. says if you have an aunt with, with your brother, bring it to them. Like, yeah. first of all, majority of the people in church finna die because y'all taking communion and you got all sorts of issues that you ain't dealt with. That's a, mm-hmm. a word for another day. My, my, my. However, if I bring you this issue and we can't resolve it, then I know that that's the closing of that door. <laughs> like, we get so stuck in, I need closure. We need to. No, we don't. No, we
0: don't. That thing is closed.
2: Mm. You don't need closure. Mm -mm. You seeking closure is only trying to make you reignite this fire and make it burn hotter and uh, make the flame bigger and draw more attention to it. The closure was that last goodbye. Mm.
4: Goodbye. I mean, you know in your spirit, the older you get, you know. when you know, like honestly,
3: Man, this thing is look, done. Look. it's It's a battle you know between you know. spirit and, and flesh. flesh. Yes, so, because your spirit knows, but your flesh still want that yes. thing. Mm-hmm. You still want to be in the dysfunction. Yep. Yeah. For some, for some reason. reason. Yeah, I because, don't.
1: because a lot. Sometimes sa- dysfunction is a satisfying Oops. place. It's a place of it just gives you something that you
0: need. Shut up, Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: But you know, you know, you know when you know. You know, you know the Bible says I know
0: you.
1: No, because I know you. I knew you were looking this way. No, we all were, actually. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Y'all thought I went like, to a place of prayer. Listen, I thought you went back to the cocoon. And I was like, jesus just under the veil. You better
2: you know, display but... it for the people. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see you, but you, you working in here. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> I got my head wrap on, y'all, and I took it off, and it looked like I was Mother
1: Teresa
0: up in you, know? you know, but
4: yeah, it goes back to like you knowing um, your oh, spirit jesus. is... Um, <laughs> so many steps ahead of your flesh and mm-hmm. it's that like you said it's that war my mind mm-hmm. no they say in the war you know my mind and my heart knows what's going on before I you know my, pretty much my heart knows what's going on before my mind catches up to it that's yeah. how it is in the spirit like yeah. your spirit is so far ahead of you know that's what people oh my gut feeling nigga. that's the Holy Spirit right. Yeah. Right. follow it yeah. you know so something, something yeah.
3: told me no it wasn't something no, that's the I Holy Spirit say you know it's yeah. so like my gut no no your gut <laughs> is like, God. No, no, no.
4: Something, something. I come up with an acronym later. You know me, but you know it's just, it's just amazing how um, you you know like I know um, it's that crazy. I'm about to break up. Everyone been to a breakup, <laughs> and you can know like no, honestly, you know like you can tell when, when you're breaking up with someone's like, man, I believe this is our last conversation. That's yeah. how it was in my last. Year. I was like, this is my last conversation. I, I just felt that, yeah. and things happen domino effect, and I was like, that was really my last conversation. I've been there. But it just really makes you believe, you know, like the the word it's very true. You know, the, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by God and um we do need to break that stigma. Like, no, they let yeah. It's just I I've outgrown it, not saying boastful or probably like my meal, my appetite has changed. changed. Like what what is it good for a vegan to go into um to a uh, Brazilian steakhouse. To Brazilian steakhouse. Yes. You know, what it's just my appetite is just not no longer conducive to this surrounding. Mm-hmm. I, I can't I, I, it's not what I need anymore.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna mm-hmm. wow. So if
4: you are offering stuff that I no longer need, you're going to either cause me to relapse or oh my, my diet to change.
3: And what's more important here, you know, when it comes to me being fed, me or you. Yeah. Well, woo, my, my,
1: my. Can't
4: sit at everybody's table. That's what my grandma <laughs> used to say, and that goes spiritually as well. You can't sit because everyone prepared their m- meals with different things and there may be something in that meal that may either trigger you as known as an allergic reaction. Yes. And if God. you eat it you're going to swallow up you're going to look deformed you're going to have to take medicine and, and some man's going to or someone's going to have die. to come and redo everything that that person has if it, if it deposited if it don't kill you.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Listen. It's the refacing of the church. Definitely, there are leaders uh, like Miranda, Takara, and there are other people at the table um, that it's going to take to just really Jerome. stand on what. Um, Elizabeth, I'm
0: not just going to drop my name. Right? <laughs> right? To stand right? on
4: what, um, what we've learned. Like, don't count none of the experience that we went through for just face value. Yeah. Like, we know, um, and I can honestly say and I'm I'm saying this and I'm shocking myself when I say this, I have the ability and know how to run a church. I, I can.
0: Yeah. Like, I,
4: with my eyes closed. Because do you do know I want what it to know to
3: be a leader. Like you could probably run at at any and we've seen organization. it.
1: We've seen it together when yeah. we, Jerome and I have been going to church together like almost all of our adult life in some yeah, shape or form. Like literally. And so we've both been in that place to where we've seen so much when it comes to ministry where it's just, you know how leadership is supposed to look like based on your experiences, good, bad, ugly. And the thing is, it's like when you know better, you can't fight the urge to do not, you yeah. know, You know what I'm saying? You want to do better because you've seen all that you've seen, good, bad, and ugly. So it's like the baton has been passed to you and you you have to take it to the next level because you've already seen what it what what it looks like, what yeah. it smells like, what it tastes like. So why not be placed in such a situation to just sit there? Oh, that was great, you know, that was a great 8 years of my life, but okay. No. Yeah. No. And I I go back to the fact that we're having conversations like this and We're we're under the ages of 40, everybody that's in this room, and there's a need for our voices to be heard because there's so much that we've gone through that we don't want generations after us to have to go through, Mm -hmm. period, when it comes to this because we know what's at stake. so Mm -hmm. We are well over our time, which I knew we would be. Um, So thank you to Miranda, Jerome, Elizabeth, and of course, Isha and even Gabby in her absence. Um, Vault Talks Women Share definitely wouldn't be what it is without amazing people coming to this platform Saturday after Saturday, pouring out and sharing what it is that God has allowed for them to go through and what God has for them to share. So thankful. You know, there's a lot of things that Jerome and, Miranda and Liz can be doing on a Saturday morning and they're here pouring out. So we thank you for that. We, we know time is valuable. Um, with that being said, again, if you guys want to be on the show, if you have something that you want to add to um, Church Unplugged, heck, you feel like you want to be on Church Unplugged. Um, of course, there is a small um, background check procedure that we will definitely have to go through before you get here. Mental health check and all that good stuff. <laughs> we can't just have anybody on the airwaves and no, I'm kidding, but serious all in the same. So email us at VTWS at vos That's dot com or follow us on Instagram vault underscore talks, underscore women, underscore share. We got to change that. We're going to change that. We're going to change that because it is so annoying.
3: Um, Isha any closing words Um, Listen to the show If you didn't catch it If you're going to catch it on the podcast Before you go to church tomorrow It'll give you something to think about
1: I'll say this um, Isha was uploading the podcast this week And she texted me She was like I'm sorry. I, I thought I'd have it done sooner than this. I got caught up in listening to us. Man, we dope. I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like
3: I'm listening to the show like I'm not on the show. Like, this is good. This is
1: good stuff.
3: But yeah, it's, it's really good.
1: And it's amazing because we simply decrease and let God increase every single Saturday. No matter what we're talking about, we know that this is definitely um, a platform for us to be used by him. We We acknowledge that all the time. So... With that being said, my guests, do y'all have any closing words, Jerome, Miranda? Um,
2: I would just say continue to be who you needed in ministry. Mm. Just be who it was that you needed in your broken place, in your mm. empty place, in your homeless place, in your struggling place. If we could show up and be who we needed, we would be able to reach those who need to be reached.
4: I'm um, going back to what I said earlier. Just understand whatever area or wherever you, whatever place you find yourself in right now, just understand you're being broken so you can be a blessing and then to be given away. So just don't count any experiences that you're facing right now to um, keep you from not following the steps of the process because one day it's going to all click and come together and you're going to be that church that God is calling for. So just flow with it. Go through the process. Be a blessing. That's it.
5: Bless. Um, don't try to be anybody else but yourself. At the end of the day, uh, God put you here for a purpose. And try to understand that purpose. And look for that, per- that, that thing within you. And listen to that voice. Because that voice is not you. It's God. <laughs> that spirit. <laughs> okay. Um, so really take the time to do your own study. Do your own work. Every day, every single day. What, whether it's in the morning, afternoon, at night, whatever works best for you. Because hmm. your timing is not for everyone.
1: And just like that, we're out. Thanks so much for tuning in.
0: Talk women share. Women share. Talk women. Open your heart, unlock the door talk we don't arms. Like, like, like. let's talk about it let's like, talk like, like, let's talk about it like, like, let's talk about it let's like, talk like, let's talk about it talk about it talk about it talk women share women share We share